Welcome back. <laughs> yes, we are indeed back. Um, excited to be back. James, we, we, this was quite a quick turnaround this time around. This time around, yes, indeed. Um, but today is going to be a full packed schedule. As you can see, we have not one, but two mics set That's up. That's right. DOS 2. I'm excited. Um, other than that, before we get into the main program, how you been, IJ? Yeah, I've been pretty good. Uh, just the usual stuff. Been, uh, uh, I guess, going through life. Um, one thing that I finished was um, the thing that I said. Remember a couple episodes ago I mentioned I started reading before I slept just mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. way to wind me down, and yeah. I'm still doing that. And I happened to finish my first book from said new habit, and um, I finished uh, the book called Run to Win by Tim Chalice. And, um, yeah, it's just a great uh, book in terms of uh, Christian living, and it's directly for... Um, men so it's run to win uh the lifelong pursuit of of a godly man so it's really helpful and i guess i just want to share something encouraging from the book yes please and um one thing that i found encouraging was it's straight to the point um reasonings behind why we pursue god uh -huh. and this point was um you are not the point of your existence or the hero of your salvation you were created by god and for god you were just you were saved to bring glory to God by doing good to others. This is your purpose. Yes, you are here to glorify God by abounding in good works. So I just found that really like a punch to the gut when it came to me and trying mm. to control and trying to, you know, trying to navigate and get things to work my way. But really, um, my time isn't my time. Mm -hmm. My life isn't my life. Mm -hmm. It's it's about God. Amen. We live in relationship and in recognition of God. <laughs> uh, so ha have you finished the book? Yes, I finished okay. it. So I highly recommend reading this if you wanted something that will encourage you and to, to tell you straight to the point. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. there's, uh, there's a lot of topics um, uh, that this book deals with that is very yeah. relatable. One of them being, you know, what men do. <laughs> <laughs> when they become lustful, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it it talks about that, and I feel like okay. it's really helpful that um from a God, Christian godly perspective, and how to navigate through that. So highly recommend. Please do yeah. read. Yeah, but enough about me. What about you, James? How's your week been? Um, say it with me, boys. Same old, same. Same <laughs> old. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, I've trades. actually been same old, same old though. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, just visited uni over the past week. For my um yeah, it was like the last class for the semester, so that's done. Oh nice. Um other than that, work's been the same. Um nothing new in my life to be honest. Mm. But I've been looking forward to this podcast the whole week. Yeah. Because these two boys are an interesting uh are an interesting um group of boys. <laughs> an interesting uh yeah, duo. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, and I'm excited to get into it. But for those who are tuning in, you're listening to the King's Army podcast, and we'll be right back after this.
Well, well, well. Before I introduce the boys, our podcast today is sponsored by these four <laughs> these drinks. Um, what's th what's this brand called again? Chi Forest. Yes, I've been obsessed with these drinks. Pastor Jacob is the one who introduced it to to us actually yes. at a meeting, and I just haven't stopped buying them. Zero percent sugar. Zero percent sugar. This is not a Bad. paid spot. This is not a paid ad. We just like to drink. This so. is an unhealthy an unhealthy addiction. This is what it is. <laughs> Anyway, without further ado, the boys from Busan, <laughs> the two brothers. Let's welcome the Shin brothers, Ricky and Tony. Let's go. <laughs> Round of applause. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Oh, they bowed. They're the first ones to bow, actually. <laughs> so respectful. I appreciate that. Just giving them their, their drinks so they can warm up and... <laughs> Moisten their voices, ah. vocal cords. Okay, <coughs> this is my one. Right? Yeah. I got my well, as per tradition, boys, we go straight into it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shall we break the crack, crack, crack? Yes, sir. Ice. <laughs> ice. Yes, sir. Yes. So this, ice, so this icebreaker is basically, I'm gonna ask a few questions, um, and between you boys, you have to point to whoever is this specific. Description, okay? Yep. Question one. Who is noisier? <laughs> they oh, point definitely, it. Ricky. definitely me. Ricky. Ricky. He's so loud at home. Really? <laughs> He's, <laughs> loud. He's like, hey, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How are you loud at home? I think my family is very quiet in general. Oh, and then I'm quiet myself, but I try to be the loudest at home. Try to make the mood. Oh, <laughs> you're the mood maker. By the sound I of try it. to be. Mm. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. That's very nice of you, actually. Okay. Cool. Fine. Question two: Who is more sensitive? Ooh. Three, two, two one. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Yeah. I am. Um. Explain why. <laughs> uh. I can't sleep when there's noise uh, and Ricky kind of snores. So I, because we share the room. Uh -huh. So I, I, I now sleep in the living room now. On the couch or? Yeah, just, oh, I don't know. I moved my whole bed outside so oh. I can sleep outside without noise. That, that sounds like someone we know. <laughs> <in this laughs> that's, that's literally uh, my brother and I, yeah. But I don't, I don't, like, so you snore. Yeah. And then you just can't sleep with noise on. Yeah, and I sleep later as well and he's, he's sleep, he sleeps early. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I, yeah, I just go outside okay, and see. Okay, okay. Right. Fair enough. Question three. Who's a better dancer? Oof. Three, dancer. two, one. Oh, Oh, really? I did not expect that at all. Yeah, I got to <laughs> see you bust a move now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 oh, um, it's because both of us really don't like dancing. Okay. Like we don't we don't usually dance. I mean, he's loud, so I guess I was assuming he's good at dancing. Yeah. Right? Okay. He's, he seems like the more confident one, uh, in terms of Ben. I said think so. I think so. Being, a, mm. you know, I feel center like of attention. I feel like I like more upbeat song uh, than Tony. Uh, so maybe uh, that makes sense. Why. And Tony's yeah, more sense. into like the moody um, ballads. Yeah, R and B. R and B. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. All right. Question four: Who is lazier? Three, two, one. This guy. At each other. Damn, of course, of course. It's just saying, um, I go to gym five times a week. <laughs> just saying. 
<laughs> the <I> shade. <laughs> um, the reason why I say he's lazy is he always wakes up, usually at eleven or twelve. Oh. Um, it's all coming out. So before he wakes up, all the houseworks, and he doesn't drive, so all the shopping I do, oh. all the pickups I do. Oh. <laughs> I don't see Tony doing none of that. So. What's your, what's your response, Tony? Past weeks, I've been waking up earlier than him. Oh, oh. I have an alarm on every eight thirty oh. every day. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we'll let the audience be the judge of that. Yes, sir. Question five: Who is better at keeping a secret? Oh, three, oh. two, one. I think myself. Tony. Oh. Ah, is it like why did you do like a lot of no, a lot of naughty things and you told Tony like not to tell the parents or? Oh, it's not that I don't think both of us really like talking about other people's stuff. Yeah. But I just know that Tony just doesn't talk, even if it's himself. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I think more more than I keep the secret, I just don't talk. That's why the secret just <laughs> oh. stays there. Yeah. yeah, you might as well tell a brick wall. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you might as well tell a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, that's a mm. well, that's a good trait because yeah. we know you're trustworthy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Blessing in disguise. Yes, sir. All right, question six. Who likes sharing their clothes slash shoes slash food? Three, what? two, one. one. They pointed yeah, at me? each other. Oh, me? I, yeah, I think, it's, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this question is more like who's more generous with the sh- with sharing like clothing? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I, think oh. I think it's me. Oh, really? Then, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Do you guys share clothes, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do what about yeah. shoes? Uh, shoes we shoes can't. Shoes we can't. What about, what about undies? Undies, oh, undies no we can't. Way. <laughs> There's no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> James, have you ever shared shoes or undies or like taken? Of course undies? not, man. Of course not. <laughs> no, but I think they can though. They're, they're, yeah, they're quite similar physiques, yeah, but yeah, yeah. us two, like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, we've never, <laughs> we've so never been like, the same size. In are you guys life. saying you guys are open to it? <laughs> uh-huh. Like if you're a similar size, I wouldn't mind, but. Really? Actually, one time Whoa. I got so angry. Uh, my brother, right? We, he, my family went overseas, so it was just me and my brother. And so I, I do my washing and I had everything ready. Obviously he didn't. And so I prepared exactly what I needed. And then like, as weeks went in, I was like, what? Why is my underwear not enough? I swear I washed enough. And then I went to my brother's room like, have you been using my underwear? He's like, yes. And I'm like, ah! Oh. So if people get desperate, people will <laughs> use it. So. I can just imagine like, <laughs> imagining like saying yes with a grin. Yes. Yeah. No, legit. How did you know that? Yeah, he was actually smiling. Like kind of like, anyway. Guess, yeah. <laughs> hey, just, just like to cut in like, I just realized we all have brothers. Mm. Oh. One brother each. Mm. Oh, yes. We all, that's what we have all have in common. All right, fine. Next question. Question seven. Who sings in the shower? Three, two, two one. one. You sing oh, in the shower? Really? But do you yeah. sing in the shower as well? Yeah. I, I do, but I, I think I'm more like listener than uh, singer. So what do you sing in the, what do you sing in the shower? Yeah, what should oh, you go to? It depends. This. Like, in terms of music, I feel like I get stuck to one song and listen it for like, a month. Uh, I do that too. On I repeat. Constant repeat. I get, I get that. There was vibe. a stage. Um, you guys know a song called Soju Hanzan? By. Uh, Park? No. No. Im Changdong? Im Changdong. Yeah. There's like a Korean singer. Yeah. It's a ballad. And then <laughs> this guy was like going off for like two months. <laughs> two months. Oh, that one, yeah, wow, that one went for a long months. time. Yeah. Who hurt you, King? <laughs> 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 it's like. 
Nobody needs to hurt me. Like that song was just too good. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then you're you're more of a listener, Tony. Yeah. You just turn on like on your phone and then R and B, R and B pop, and then just chill. Yeah. Think about life. All right. Question eight: Who is more pessimistic? Three, two, one. one. Or who is more optimistic in that case? I think I'm more. I think I'm more optimistic. No, I think I'm more (laughs) optimistic. Oh, I mean. Both. You both are optimistic optimistic, people? I think so. I think it's also because we don't really care much. Yeah, we're. It's chill. We like like the relaxed life. You guys are pretty chill, to be honest. Yeah. Mm, I can see that. All right. Question nine. This one's a juicy one. What's the most rebellious thing you have done? <laughs> it's gonna get spicy now. What is oh. it? Let's go like one by one. What's the most rebellious thing that you have done? What comes to mind? I'll go first. Yeah. All right, Ricky. Oh, I think I was in year ten, year eleven, most my most rebellious phase of my life. Um. So we have this shopping center at Blacktown near yeah. high school. Um, uh-huh. We used to just chill like after school and then, I don't know, one of us just found like a lift to the workers only place, like workers only lift. Mm. <laughs> we just saw it open one day and we just decided to go on it. And then we, the door opened, we, like elevator went down, the door opened and then we we're like, where is this place? And then... <laughs> So what happened? <laughs> We're just screaming, running, and then like <laughs> doing some dumb stuff, like yeah. drawing on like the walls and oh. stuff. <laughs> and then we saw like somebody coming, and then we just ran. Yeah, so you went in the staff only restricted area or something like that, or probably but, uh, back of house. Yeah, I think it was of. like a back of house, like because you were on the goods area. lift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. loading yeah. dog goods lift. Well, dang, yeah. that's pretty rebellious, guys. <laughs> Wait, wait, you were together? No, no, no. Oh, that was it's my grade. Yeah. Oh, your grade. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Mm. What about can you? Can you top that? Oh. No, that's just being dumb. But I feel like, <laughs> um, release. I think I will do release stuff because I want to get a tattoo. But I think oh. my mom's quite against it. Oh yeah. Do it. Um. <laughs> do it. <laughs> also, just uh. GG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hopefully she's not watching this one. So this question you're gonna have to answer in the future. Would the tattoo be the most rebellious thing you've done? Um, yeah, no, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably right. yeah, it would be because your mom's so not gonna like it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right then, typical Asian family. <laughs> uh, question ten: Who usually wins in an argument? Three, two. Oh, so wh- why is that? Why does why do you let your younger brother win, older brother? Oh, I just can't be bothered fighting back. Oh, really? Is <laughs> it because Tony's like very um stubborn? Oh, in I, the I sense that like he has to win the arguments. Oh, uh, kind of, kind of, and then um, I, I think so because what do we fight really over with? I think the we only fight over with like. Like food. Food. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so if you ate a, like a last piece and it, it's meant to be me, yeah, hmm. then I would just win the argument because it was <laughs> mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we fight over anything else but mm. like food. Just food. I think so. What about like, look, like cleaning and stuff? Oh. Do, don't you get like salty when you like, um, don't you get annoyed when you're like cleaning and like Tony's just on his phone or 
Oh, uh, that's no problem because um, when we do clean, we just clean our own stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. we just if it's yours, then you nice. clean. Nice, if nice. It's mine, it's I clean. That's it. that's good. That's yeah. good. At least you guys all have your independence. Yeah. Responsibility. Division. Mm. All right. Question eleven. What's your funniest childhood memory? <laughs> funniest, funniest childhood memory. Maybe like of an interaction between each other. Hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say it's funny, but it was funny, so I'll just share one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was just before we came to Australia. Um, Tony was in year five, I was in year six, and then Tony one day just. So our apartment was like on like a mountain, so we had to climb a little bit, and then Tony was walking up, and his glasses was broken. <laughs> so I was like, "Why is your glasses broken?" And then at first he was like, "Oh, I just dropped it." Right, and I saw his face, and it looked—it looked like somebody punched him in the face. Right, oh. and I was like, "Tony, bro, did you fall or something?" And he was like, "Oh, <laughs> like we had like a trampoline place next to our primary school." Yeah, and then apparently he tried to do like a flip, and then somebody was there when on his landing spot, so he tried to dodge it. And then he landed, and then he sticked his knee on his face. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. So like his glasses broke. Apparently oh. he just bled all over oh, the face. No. <laughs> but he was trying to like hide it. He was trying yeah. to hide it, but it was not hideable. I thought I could hide it, but um, yeah, and then I went home, looked at the mirror. Like half of my face is purple. Oh. And yeah, my mom was yelling, and she's like, well, "What happened? What do you do?" <laughs> Mom saw that, went straight to hospital. He had a broken nose. Oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That must have been a heavy. Yeah, that impact that's it. Or a hard impact. Yeah. Oh, what about what about you, Tony? Like any memories of Ricky or an interaction with Ricky? Oh, I don't think we really have like a fun memory. What do you mean? Like, at least I, I can't think of one right now. Is 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 your childhood like a blur? <laughs> you reckon? Um. I think it was just quite boring. Just chill. Yeah. What, uh, fine. Just before we like, finish off the icebreaker, like my final question would be like, what What do you guys like usually do on a Friday evening? Mm. Like, what would you be doing now if you weren't doing this podcast? Mm. Just at just at home. Oh, either either I'm going out or at home. Uh huh. Playing games or like doing piano. Oh, you play mm. the piano? Yeah, I learned it through YouTube. Oh yeah! Oh, nice. Dude, I'm so dumb. I, I literally saw you play. I saw I saw you play like last week. <laughs> um, well, what about you, t- Ricky? Um, for me, Friday because I serve in Grayson on Sunday. Usually, if I'm gonna stay out late, I usually make plans like on late Friday night. Okay. Or if I don't have plans, then I would just play games with my friends or like read or write. I see. Yeah. Mm. So you guys are both like introverted in nature, kind of. Oh yeah, so introverted. Okay. Yeah, um, well, that concludes our icebreaker. Hopefully, our audience got to know a little bit more of our, a little bit more of the Shin Brothers. Yeah, they've broken the ice. Um, nice, nice clap. Yeah, we want to move on to like now, like say, what is like a Bible passage or like a Bible verse that has been, like God has been speaking through to you recently or over the past couple of weeks? Um... <coughs> Colossians chapter 3 I think it was verse 23 uh-huh. it's like whatever you do work heartily 
for it was something it's something like yeah. if you're doing it for God, yeah, not for not for the man. Yeah. Mm. And I guess um <coughs> yeah, so whatever I do, I do it for God. And yeah, it's, I think it's just putting puts more meaning to what I do each day now. Mm. I think I'm I'm mm. doing less lazy stuff. Mm. Right. It motivates you yeah. because you know your reason behind doing things isn't just for yourself, but for higher yeah. purpose. Yeah. Mm. It, it's kind of funny how I found it because um, remember how I said I wanted a tattoo? Yeah. So I was looking for um, inspirational, <laughs> inspirational Bible verse, and then I saw it. Uh, I was like, oh, like that really kind of hits deep. And then th- that's why I started putting my alarm on eight thirty each morning. Oh, um, oh, and, um, okay. Yeah, I stopped really playing games as well. Nice. And doing more something more productive because hey, I'm. Hey, that's huge. Yeah, mm. it's good. Good job. Good job. Good job, man. Fist good man. Here. That, that deserves a fist. <laughs> <It's> awkward. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that actually. I like mm. that. Mm. Everything you do at work or how you carry yourself around your like friends. It's all for the purpose of glorifying God. Mm. And there's a, yeah, I like that. Mm. H- how about you, Ricky? Um, I really love the verse in one First Thessalonians 5, uh, verse 16 to 19. It says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Mm-hmm. I I really like this part because it says rejoice always, like mm. find joy in all things. Like, I think that's one of my main mottoes of my life. Mm. Like, try to be happy, mm. try to enjoy everything in every circumstances, no matter how hard your life hits you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, I. Is that like so? You said that's like a kind, of, a kind of a motto for your life. Yeah. Um. How has this like, how has this verse kind of helped you get through like, say like difficult times that you have experienced? Um, cause before I knew like I read this verse and before I came to church, whenever I was in like a circumstances when I struggled a bit, I always just blamed it on myself. Mm. And then, yeah. And then after reading this and keep coming, continue to ch- coming to church, like I decided to, rather than going like hard on myself like mm. just accept that it was unavoidable and then um yeah just point you towards god yeah just mm. like seek help uh-huh. from uh-huh. god yeah uh-huh. yeah just praying in all circumstances yep. wow yeah. yeah nice nice what about you james is there something you were reflecting um on? for me yeah i think over the i think last sunday's sermon actually I think it was about like loving one another um, from First John chapter 2, I think. And yeah, like we've been praying for the VFC as well. Um, and I've, I've really thought about it. Like uh, my turn was like last, last Thursday. That was my turn to pray for the church um, and for the VFC and for our, I guess, our congregation. And I started to think about it. Um, there are like a lot of um, people in our church who have helped me as well in the past, even with like when I was going on missions, um, when I was like 18 or 19, like there, there were quite a bit of people who like, who really did like um, support me with like finances as well. And just the whole concept of sacrificing what, like sacri- just a sacrifice of like giving what they have 
mm. um, even though they, even when they don't have much as well mm. it kind of hit me like this week as well like what did i really um how do how do i really love our congregation mm. um and how am i really reflecting what i've received from others as well right. and ultimately from god and so yeah like that actually um yeah wanted me to because like, i honestly didn't want to cook for you boys today i was, I was so tired mm. but um I was gonna order. I was gonna order like chicken or something, but mm. yeah, that 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 idea of yeah, let's serve the boys, let's serve one another, love mm. one another. That's what yeah, that's what um, made the dinner happen tonight. Well, praise the Lord, you yeah. did a good job, right? Yeah, <laughs> so it was good. actually it's quite true. a nice it's dinner. Really yeah, uh, it was really good. You worked hard. How about you, IJ? Yes. So um, I've continued. I guess from what I mentioned earlier was I finished my old. Uh, the previous book that um, I was reading, and now I, I'm reading a new one, and something from it really struck me, and I wanted to share it because I just found like, yeah, in a season of where life's uh, ups and downs and that things always change, but um, this was very reassuring to hear, and um, the book mentioned uh, the verse, Bible verse, Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 3, which says, the Lord appears to us, uh, in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn drawn you with unfailing kindness. And um, the book kind of talks about the phrase in that verse where it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And I found this excerpt really helpful to kind of like be encouraged by. It says, whether on a given day you believe it or it feels like it, you are eternally loved by God. When you are plagued by doubt, you are eternally loved by God. When his promises seem absent and he seems distant, you are eternally loved by God. When his words seem dry and you find it hard to apply it to your life, you are eternally loved by God. When you feel alone and misunderstood, you are eternally loved by God. On your best day and during your worst, darkest moments, you are eternally loved by God. When pride crushes gratitude, you are eternally loved by God. When you follow him with a heart filled with courage and faith, you are eternally loved by God. Your love is never your foundation. His eternal love is. Mm. Live in this hope. Mm. Yeah, I just found that really reassuring just because of the phrase of that constant repetition that we are eternally loved yeah. by God. Yeah. Meaning that like even in this world where everything changes, and I think we were talking about it over dinner, weren't we, Ricky? How you said, I, liked your, I really liked your analogy where you, you saw life like a bus, where people will come and go, and there are different seasons, and that's just life in general and relationships. Wow. Yeah. People will, will be on that bus with you, and you will have a season together, but eventually, sometimes, they will leave that bus because mm. they're going somewhere else, and that's just the nature of life, and mm. in the midst of, sometimes we feel grief when it comes to saying goodbye to relationships or having mm. to let go of things. But this is something so um, encouraging because God is always there. Mm -hmm. God is unchanging and is everlasting. Amen. Mm. So that's what I would say. Nice. Um, okay. I, like, I like how you're reading books as well, man. It's good. You get to share um, the books that you've read. Yeah. Hopefully encourage everyone else to about um you know god <laughs> um so what's what's the next part of this segment so how do we know you guys oh yeah, oh yeah that's yeah. the question we always ask how do we know you guys oh through what actually um 
actually saw James when I was in E9, oh. E8. Oh, what? He was, um, it was in X ministry when, yeah. when the, before the church renovation, you're with like a couple of your mates sitting on the hallway. There's a chair there. Mm. And um, I remember us two, we were just walking by and then, and they're seeing you. But well, we, we didn't talk to you that back then, but like, I just remember seeing you like just yesterday. I was thinking about it. When did I see James my first time? <laughs> <laughs> That was like my first time. You had the same haircut, I think. Oh. Yeah. I think it was even even shorter than Wait, now. You were in year eight or nine? Yeah. Oh, really? Because when we first came to our church, we were at year eight and nine. Yeah, I think so. And then we saw you when we first came to church. <coughs> and then we only stayed in X ministry at that time for like six months. Seven? I think so. Say yeah. Yeah, we didn't stay for long. Yeah. And then we... Yeah, well, yeah. We went somewhere else for two years and then came back at E12-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think, who do you think I was? Some, yeah, what some was your random, first impression? Some random bloke sitting at church. <laughs> Scary brother. <laughs> I don't know if I should use this term, but I'll... Well, you went. <laughs> thought it was Ashe, but... That's the word I... But when I saw him again, he was like, oh, yeah. So if you're in year, year eight or nine, how many years ago was that? Um, oh, six, six years. Six, 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 five, five, five years? Six years, mate. Six yeah, six years. Yeah, almost six years now. I don't think I've truly encountered Christ. I, w- I wasn't like, I wasn't living the Christian life. To uh, so that's why you got that Ashe vibe from him. <laughs> yeah, and, um, yeah, he had a really like, like tough haircut as well. Mm-hmm. And um he was he was with two mates. I think those two guys had like really tough haircut as well. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was walking by, I try not to look at that way. I was like, <laughs> trying to look like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you were scared of who's gonna like mug you or something. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Oh. Still want to like get on his side. Okay. Well, I'll give you my first impression of you boys. So with Ricky, because I, I knew Ricky before you, Tony. Ricky was just like Huge bloke. I would say I'll describe him as big friendly giant though. Oh. Um I don't really have a profound first memory of Ricky. But I do know that um he was just a big bloke who would hang around like the hallways here and there. How do we get close to each other though? Because that's that's how I got close to Tony, to be honest, through you. Yeah, um, I guess through like first year's event and then like how you guys, because when I was event. in first years yeah. and then you were with Pastor Martin and yeah, yeah, yeah. leading those events and then I guess that's how we started making communicate like conversations. Yeah, and then like I don't know how I don't know how, how yeah. it happened like, but like Ricky, like I started to like really talk, talked. Oh wait, wait, I now remember. Um, we were making a video for um for Alex as well. Oh yes, yes, yes. I think those are one of the one of the first um, mm. interactions we had, oh. and I asked Tony if he could ask his grade to send a message to um, Alex, brother Alex. Oh, okay. Because he's on missions, um, mm. so I I got I asked Ricky if he could organize for his grade, and he like, he he took in charge of that, took responsibility, and did that. Mm. So nice. I think that's one of the first interactions I've had, and then from there I got to know Tony. Yeah, I realized like you were his younger brother. I'm like, what? <laughs> Cause you guys don't look alike at all. No. And then, yeah, for Tony, like, yeah, Tony was just the, um, just the, um, just, 
just some bloke. <laughs> 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 nah, but he he was a yeah, good-looking fella. Um, walking into church with his with his mates, and then you're in David Chun's um, small group in high school in Axe Ministry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <coughs> and then because I know David, like I I got to know you guys a little bit more, and then from there we joined the same Oz tag team, um, meeting each other every Sunday, talking, talking, talking. I guess that's just a general um, interaction we've had. Yeah. Reed, did you say how, what was your memory of? Oh, James. James. Uh, same, same as Tony. Same as Tony. Oh, so I was when we first came to church, we just stick to each other. Uh, like yep, yep. Yeah. Right, right. What brothers do? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. So Shin brothers, what are, what is your first impression of <laughs> Mister <laughs> Mister IJ? Oh, I can't remember. The, I can't remember how I first met IJ. I remember how we first met. I'll, I'll oh. go first then. Maybe, Hopefully maybe, you'll maybe. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know when I first came to church. Oh, actually, no, not when I first. Came. I think a couple of weeks in. I think I noticed you because it's hard not to notice you because he's so tall. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, another tall guy. I just, I always categorize people in different height levels, and mm. you were in the same category as Adrian Feng. So wow. I'm like, oh, him, Adrian Feng, and other tall dudes. I'm just like, you're one of those tall ones. <laughs> but um, you seemed really uh, quiet and reserved. Yes. And um, I noticed that when a circle of people that I kind of was talking to mingled with your circle of people that started talking, we, like, we didn't really like take notice of each other. We were very like sent office. And I guess the first time we met was um, Daniel invited me to Oztag training, which was a, which was just a jog. Oh, and yeah. then that's when we actually met and like, Paramount, I was, right? yeah, yeah, and Paramount. Yeah, 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 so right. we went jogging for the first time. And then after the jog, oh, before the jog, yeah, we, we said hello, hello. Mm. And then after the jog, we, we said hello and, and talked a bit more. Yeah, but right, yeah, for the yeah. most part, yeah, I just remember, oh, he can talk. <laughs> He's nice. <laughs> he can talk. He has a voice. Um, no, and then you were just, he from works. then on, the you were very works. warm and friendly. Because mm. before you were very, like, just mm. stone cold. Like, yeah, just yeah, no yeah. expression kind of thing. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, it's because yeah. um, I'm a power eye. So I'm, I'm, like, quite, I'm, like, really introverted. Mm, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. really talk to people I don't really know. Yeah, so yeah. What's and a power eye? Like, so, so like M- MBTI, like oh, the super extrovert in- and mm-hmm. introvert. Oh. And I'm like a power eye. Okay. Super, super introvert. introvert. Yeah. 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 But anyway, my impression was, yeah, yeah, you were, you were very nice in that when, once, you know, we were introduced to each other, it was just like easier to, and then yeah, from yeah. then on, we kind of were like, oh, hello, hello, kind yeah, of basis. Yeah. Oh, now if I think of it, I thought, um, yeah, first time I met him was at, Parramatta Park. We were doing a how how, how long was a lap? It was like it was three only three kilometer jog. Yeah, three k. We did a jog, and um, and um, him and Daniel, they were like not tired at all, uh-huh. and I was like I was like puffed out. Yeah, I like, yeah. couldn't even breathe, <laughs> and they were like just talking about gym. Like you, you guys were going gym after, right? Yeah, yeah, we went gym after. I was like, oh, these guys are monsters, Whoa. and um, also he's like quite muscular as well. So I thought I thought he was. Then he was PT, like, for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be, I feel <laughs> like. Yeah, um, I think that was my first impression was, um, yeah, really fit guy, like, big. And um, that's it, I think. Really, really fit and big. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it, I'll take oh. it. I will take that. <laughs> How about you, Ricky? Um, I think I first saw IJ at church. Mm. I, I just remember him sitting with, like, like he was no after the service. He was talking with like Keith and everyone, and then I was just walking by, go like, 
with that swaggy feel of dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, 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 he looks pretty big too. And I was just walking past. Yeah, that's my first impression. And then I just got to talk to IJ more. Like, I think one day we just made an eye contact. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, this is unavoidable. <laughs> oh. I just shook his hand. Oh. Like, hey, hey, hey. I remember you were wearing a, the, the ju- purple jumper because you were just finished sher- serving at a oh, yeah, camp yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that day oh. yeah so i remember yeah uh, us saying hello and um yeah y- y- we were talking for a bit and i was just like oh he seems like a cool dude <laughs> and yeah. then when i first saw you two together and then like i looked at you guys and i was like oh, what did i think i asked you i was like wait are you guys brothers and then you're like yeah yeah we're brothers I'm like what <laughs> so i had that same like mm. oh because like i just saw them they were very close yeah, yeah and i was yeah. just like are they really good friends, <laughs> or or are they are they <laughs> brothers, or they must be tight? But then, like, yeah, I did the first thought. I was like, oh, I yeah. don't think they're brothers. But yeah, no, but but yeah, it was it was kind of like it made sense. Mm-hmm. Then I was just like, oh, that's why they're like kind of like besties, kind of thing vibe. If you guys if you guys are watching this or listening to this, one thing you guys should know about the Shin brothers is they have a very interesting brotherhood dynamic and I, 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 t- I say this everywhere I go because <laughs> I find it just so fascinating how these two brothers are so close Com- um, in in comparison to how close their ages mm. they shouldn't be in reality because oh. you and Daniel because you guys are pretty much the same age practically gap. like one one year right? apart mm. are you guys yeah. one, one okay. year one year but the way like you guys like put your hands around each other's shoulders, like I could never do that, man. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> nah, bro. I've seen you do it. I've seen you do what? it. What? Yeah, yeah. You guys. The first time I went to the sauna, you guys were in front of me. I was like, oh, that's them. But I let you guys in, and it was raining. And then you had you had your arm around Daniel and hugging him. Oh, but that was because that's because I have to stay close. Otherwise, <laughs> I'll get wet. <laughs> that's why I thought. I was like, oh <laughs> wow, to they're, survive. They're, they're so <laughs> chummy. Yeah, true. And then when and through like, the podcast, you're like, ew, no, don't touch me. Like, but you guys were like hugging. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's 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 one thing you guys should know. Like, but respect. Yeah, respect. That's cool. Actually, that's cool. It's it's mm. it's a blessing to be honest. It's a blessing. Um, yeah. Why are you guys like that? <laughs> I actually don't know. Cause um, you saw it. You saw it before dinner. We're like we don't yeah. really talk at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still don't. I don't know why we're close. I don't know. That's. Yeah. I guess that's how you guys express. I guess your love for affection, one another. I guess is being yeah. affectionate guess. in that way. Maybe because we always shared a room. Ah. Uh, maybe. Always took a shower together. Yeah. <laughs> we always used to take a shower together. Oh wait, when you guys were young, did you ca- take showers with your brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did too. It's I don't know why <laughs> they're so lazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> put him in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, just put, like go shower. Okay, yeah. so it's a universal thing. I'm I don't feel weird anymore. <laughs> I was like, do I tell yeah, people this or is this a weird thing? Yeah. <laughs> but okay, that's no, norms. That's uh, norms. Okay, good, good. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because me and my brother as well. Um, actually, we were never physical or like one time we accidentally high-fived in front of mutual friends and we're like oh that was weird we don't yeah. do that but then actually recently because he's moved out we actually hug now because i think now he feels the distance between us even though we are we're together we don't when we live together we hardly interact mm. but because we've moved out in their space mm. he kind of mm. like we kind of like gravitate and talk now because mm. it's just like oh i don't have that yeah. luxury anymore of seeing you so Maybe it'll be even more so once you guys go separate ways. Yeah, man. <laughs> like I, I asked my, I asked like my work manager as well. Like, do you think we could ever get close? Um, I told her like, my relationship with my brother because like, she asks me. Um, 
and I, I, I tell her, like, we just have a mutual respect. And she's like, um, James, over time, like, you'll probably grow, cl- grow closer to your brother as you guys drift apart because mm-hmm. you kind of realize how important you guys were to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this sounds like cringe now that I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, embrace uh, it. That's true. Yeah, because like, yeah, mm. once, like, once you guys move, apart, move out of home, start to have a family, have a wife, have kids, mm. then you guys will start to understand, oh, wow, I really miss um, living together with my brother, even if it was just like short moments here and there. So, mm. yeah, like, well, I, I guess like you've grown out of it now. Mm-hmm. And I've actually experienced yeah. it. Yeah. And we were very, like, <coughs> we're very opposite as well. But then, yeah, but now we, we talk. Uh-huh. We talk and, like, I feel like sometimes I'm the only person he talks to about <laughs> deep things now. Okay. Because, like, he just feels, like, that familiarity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys, every, I think all of us have that bond of familiarity with our brothers, whether we express it or not. Yeah. But once situations change and we are kind of apart, we're drawn to that because it's a place where we feel that nostalgia of safety and family. Mm. And so, mm. yeah, brother dynamics. So, like talking about deep things as well, like do you guys talk about deep things to each other. I know we talked about a little bit about this over dinner, but do you guys share like nitty gritty? Not at all. Um, we don't talk about uh, spiritual stuff. We don't talk about relationship. Only thing we talk about is, um, Food? I knew they were gonna say. <laughs> I uh, knew food. they were gonna say food. food. Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna say sport, but like, yeah. Oh, sports. Sport at all? Sports oh, okay. sometimes. And if if like our schoolmates get married, that's like what we talk about. Yeah. Wait, so what do you guys talk about food? Like, like what do you want to eat? Oh. Mm. What did you eat? Yeah. What you eat? <laughs> what you what you eat? <laughs> Can you guys like read your like most recent messages over the past? Oh, that's after, a good over one. the past week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's <laughs> what your last message? Oh, that's a good one. I, I can read. I can read mine. <laughs> wait, oh, let's 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 all read our, our, bro- our chat to our brothers right now. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. <laughs> James, do you want to read our text first? No, wait, don't, don't, don't. Wait, just <laughs> PG it, PG it. Hey, James, I, I don't know if it's like just PG it, just. Or, or go to the next one that's more yeah, wholesome. Yeah, anyth- anything that's more. <laughs> so at a point, when like my parents left for Korea, literally all my texts with Daniel was, hey, are you having dinner at home? It's like, oi, are you having dinner at home? And then either Daniel would reply, yeah, or nah. And then that would just be on repeat for like seven days. <laughs> but nowadays, like, yeah, like the last message I had with him yesterday was, 7th of October. Wait. Se- oh, wait, wait, wait. That wasn't, oh. Oh, yeah. Friday, 12.36 yesterday. Do you want to go spa tonight? Yeah, all right. What time? I'll come home at around 4 or 5-ish. And he's like, the next day, did you feed Bobby? And I was like, nah. And then at 4.53, I was like, are you home? Bobby needs some meat. And are you eating with Tony, Ricky, IJ, and myself tonight? And he's like, Nah, I'm not home. <laughs> wow. Logi- logical. Logical. <laughs> okay, what's your one? Oh, uh, I'll just censor it. I can't find an appropriate and, um, so <laughs> Tony, I think it's on Sunday afternoon, yeah. after church. Yeah. So Tony's finished hanging around with his friends, so he messaged me, where are ya? And I was like, Liddy, beep. <laughs> and then Tony was like How long are you staying And then I was like I, t- I was like I don't know I'm gonna go to 
Owen Meckes, just mess- message me when you leave. Beep. So I was like, I just came to Yellow Cafe, Yellow Day. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to stay for a bit. And Tony's like, I'll be staying a bit too. And I was like, okay, beep. If I read you the um, most recent one, like censored. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> it's, not re- it's not readable. Beep. This <laughs> beep. Confused for beep. <laughs> beep. Let's leave at six. Can't call me right now if you can. Beep. <laughs> I didn't even reply to that message. <laughs> I just read it and I just I just left it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you guys are so comfortable with each other. <laughs> Jeez, you just call each other beep. Beep. Yeah. Uh, how about you, IJ? Uh, yeah. Well, the last thing, the last set of or last message was like logistic in that. Oh, um. Are you going to be home tonight? He, my brother was asking me because he was bringing my nephew, his baby, okay. uh, over. And he was, just, and then I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll be home soon. He's like, okay, I'll wait up. All good, just at your place. What time are you coming home? I said, going home, just finished up, dinner and power, walking home now. He's like, okay, I'll wait. And then I got to see mm-hmm. the baby. But before that, we send each other memes. And I think the last meme I sent him was this picture of, wait, it says other people's kids which was basically a picture of uh. kids hugging and being nice to each other and then uh, my kids and then it's a showing thing and I, and I said, oh, this is like, we have a set of friends where I swear, like, so me and my brother had friends where I was in the same grade as the younger brother yeah. and he was in the same grade as the older sister and we we're all kind of friends and hung out yeah. and then like, they were just so nice to each other. Mm. Like they never fought, they were just, because she was an older sister, very responsible, very nice. And then like, when, if you compare their relation to ours, ours was just so feral, man. My brother would like, literally use me as a wrestling, because the pictures of, of like, the, the my kids or uh, us, what represents us is like wrestling and my brother once bruised my lung because oh. he choke slammed me. Oh. He like lifted me by the neck and then slammed me down. And then because my legs didn't unfurl, they G-G. folded me in oh. half. And oh. I was just like, <clears throat> and I couldn't breathe. Anyway, so it was that kind of traumatic child. <laughs> That's how we played on his terms. But yeah, no, it was just like, yeah, he would watch wrestling and be like, IJ, come here, let me try something. <laughs> and then. Did you guys also yeah. like do WWE <laughs> in the bed? Oh, we did. No, no not, not, not with each other, but our um, stuffed toys. What do you call Pillows. Like, um, not a village, but Dornet <laughs> Singles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, Na- neighborhood boys. Na- neighborhood boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, we yeah. used to like just visit their house and we, we did WWE. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't up to the level where yeah, like, you bruise your lungs and stuff. My our parents really didn't want us to be violent because mm. we're always one head bigger than the other kids in our grade. Yeah, you guys are like, yeah. yeah. They didn't want us to grow up tr- problem like troublemakers. Uh, yeah, like they hated us doing like watching like boxing or UFC or WWE. They always restricted us from watching. Interesting. Yeah, because so you had so much power. <laughs> but then you still learn dumb stuff from yeah. your friends. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, what about you, James? Did you used to yeah, wrestle? Yeah, we, we used to. I actually um, we went to a conference once, and um, my brother, I think, I don't know how, but he cracked a vase on my head, <gasps> and I started bleeding. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, where? Yeah. Why wasn't this mentioned on his episode when he? <laughs> I don't think he remembers, but like, yeah, I literally, I was bleeding. Oh, I, I was bleeding. so much to talk to him about now. Yeah. But I guess that's what you expect when you have a brother. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's traumatic. That's why. <laughs> no, no, no. It's bonding. Um, other than that, like, do you guys have like any interests? Any interests or anything like you've been talking about with your friends lately that you like, wish to talk about? 
I know that during dinner, we did talk about like relationships, hmm. as always. <laughs> um, especially migrate because some of us are finishing uni soon, mm-hmm. and some of us are already working full time. Like I think we talk about our future. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. how we will adjust to the new life we're about to enter, uh-huh, and uh-huh. how we should prepare for it and such. Mm. I think that's one of the main mm, mm. topics we migrate talk about mm, mm. when we decide to hang out mm. together. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Tony? Like, what do you what do you usually talk about with your close uh, church friends or? Um, it's life, and um, I think yeah, majority like yeah, most of the time we talk about relationship. Mm. And, um, I, g- I guess it's uh, unavoidable because like it is part of like the future plan of yeah, yeah, where you want to head to. It's, it's inevitable you talk about it because it is a big part of the future. Mm. Yeah, relationship, like ideal types, <laughs> like it's hobbies and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, you mentioned ideal types. What are your ideal types? I'm guessing a lot of <laughs> a lot of ladies would want to. Know. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this idea. Ideal types. Yeah, I think a lot of my my mates will know, but. Yeah, sporty, um, tall. Is it? I think short hair. Very specific <laughs> set. Okay. <laughs> okay cool. And also, what's what's a good thing that they could have? <laughs> what's a good thing? As in spiritual? <laughs> oh, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's a given. That's yeah, the bare minimum, basis. right? <laughs> okay. I already knew it, Tony's ideal type because he, to- he told me like um, last last Sunday oh. or last week. Um, what yeah. about what about Ricky? Ricky, what what, <laughs> what did you say? Um, whenever my great friends ask me this question, mm-hmm. I always tell them I don't have much, <laughs> but then I always end up telling <laughs> them like so many <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I don't have much, and then like 20, 20 points later. Like they were like, Ricky, you're so specific. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Uh, but um, one thing I care about is like just me being able to communicate with her mm, very mm, well. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Like Communication, that's important. Because mm. I'm very quiet, and if she's very quiet, but then at the same time, if uh. we are able to communicate and then like, can also vibe with that silence between. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's yeah, man. so good. Like <laughs> James, <laughs> James the, is like really, really, really it's resonating well with James <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I just just on that, before um we move on, like, do you guys reckon introverts are attracted to introverts? Because you know the saying, opposites attract. Mm. But in reality, you would want someone who can kinda who has the same energy as you. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you're on your on like if you guys are both on the very opposite sides of the spectrum, mm. you're gonna have a hard time getting along. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, you think like in general, introverts are attracted to? Are you? Because tr- Ricky, by what I've heard of your preferred description of the lady, is she introverted? Yeah, I. So who is she? Almost got you. Almost caught me lacking. Say it. <laughs> oh no, I don't have one right now. But um, mm. yeah, I think extroverted people are good to be friends with because they give you energy you don't have. Mm. But then at the same time, mm. I prefer introverted 
partner mm. if I were to date them because we'd be mm. able to like just vibe with each other. Like match each other's mm. energy, yeah. Whereas if you date an in extroverted girlfriend, like wouldn't you be drained by her energy mm. if you spend longer time together? That's what I that's that's me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's valid. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's the same as me. Um, okay. We're talking about um, we're talking about it like during dinner. There was this like really extroverted person in my work, yeah. and sh- she was talking about her pet rabbit. Oh, bro! What happens if she's watching this, bro? I don't care. You're <laughs> 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 bothering me for an, an hour, and then I did not care at all. <laughs> and then I was just like so drained. I'm like, oh, when's this gonna stop? Because I usually like. Um, even on like like Saturday, like Friday, yeah, yeah. I'll go city or like myself and just sit there alone. Oh, then yourself? Just, yeah, just take time and then just chill. But and that you feel energized by doing that. Yeah, right? I feel energized mm-hmm. by doing that. Okay, that's yeah, but if someone like rest. consistently like talks to me and like like keeps going on what, what's going on with their life, I mm-hmm. get I get really drained, mm-hmm. get retired. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So you also kind of want that, um, I guess that partner where, like Ricky said, you can kind of. Um, communicate in the silence like yeah you guys are yeah, just like yeah you guys are comfortable in the silence mm-hmm. yes of course yeah 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 of course you guys are yeah yeah, yeah. it makes sense makes sense uh, i'm like that too to be honest uh, how about you aj um i don't mind i'm i'm open i think it's weird because when i was a child i was very introverted very shy i like just being by myself and then as i got out uh, grew up and also started to serve more at church. I became more extroverted. And mm. I think now I'm more extroverted than I am mm. introverted. So I kind of changed. But I understand both sentiments of like um, thing. But it really depends on my mood. But I don't really mind because I just feel like there's always pros and cons to everything. So mm. even if I meet someone with the same vibe and, you know, they're introverted or something like that, like it's good in that, yes, they can understand. But at the same time, it's bad because you both can't grow because you're just just stuck in the introverted mm-hmm. realm while if you were with someone that was opposite you would push both of you to grow to to be able to like think because i've had i had in my group of friends there's one where there's this couple they're both introverted and we never see them <laughs> they just disappeared um and so and they just don't make time for anyone and so that was that's the one thing that i thought that oh it's a bit of a turn off is that if you're going to uh, cut yourself off from fellowship yeah. and people and relationship just yeah. because you want to feel comfortable yeah. i feel like then that's not really uh self-sacrificial mm. love kind yeah. of quality but rather oh i'm serving myself i guess that like just on that i guess that is one of the dangers of having i guess when you get too comfortable with mm. a partner mm. you kind of segregate yourself mm. distance yourself from other people because mm. mm. you guys are so comfortable um and that way like you guys don't really grow because you guys are just so like um so like set on being comfortable mm. i guess like yeah as much as you want someone who is compatible, you also want someone to like push you to like grow. Um, and like, I, I did see a sermon once and the pastor was saying how you'd be surprised. God is going to like match you up with someone who's completely like not what you expect. Um, and like, but all in all, it's she's there to grow you and you're mm. there to grow her, like yeah. help each other. Um, yeah. And I guess for the boys, like because like for the boys watching this, what is like? What are some characteristics that we should be looking for in a girl? I think Ricky, you, you said something pretty good, like a good solid characteristic about um, how when you watch, when you get to know a girl, there's one thing that you watch oh. them. Mm. I, 
I mean, it only works for a certain amount of people, but if they have a sibling, I just watch how they treat their sibling. Mm. And um, yeah, because if they're just communicating well with their siblings or like they're always fighting with their sibling, like you can, I feel like with your siblings, your true self shows more. Mm. And definitely. I feel like, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And then I feel like I can actually find out how that person's personality or like how they communicate with their siblings allow me to learn more about them and then see if yeah if she will be able to vibe with me mm. and stuff like that mm, yeah mm, mm. that's one of the things yeah. i do yeah no that's that's clever yeah family orientated yeah also like yeah i and james you also mentioned something about when you watch um if you, uh, oh yeah if you you told the girl's advice on oh when you look at a male i guess so like in terms of like because you know how like your parents tell you like these hidden hidden fables of discovering like or like hidden like truths of mm. finding the opposite uh, opposite sex of the partner um i think my mom was like my mom told me this how like i guess it applies to both sexes mm. how when you see how the opposite sex treats their father or mother mm. Mm you can really like kind of judge which is in a good way like you can really judge on how she or he is going to treat you in the relationship as well mm. um yeah like, we we're talking about this in yellow cafe what is it yellow day yellow, yellow day, day the cafe um and like the guys were like yeah yeah um that's actually quite true mm. but at the same time like um i think we talked about how you don't also you don't also want to be like daddy's daughter or a mama's boy because yeah. mm -hmm. that's that in itself is different mm -hmm. um you get what i mean yeah, yeah no yeah, i get yeah. it yeah. it's just the the manner of which how they interact if it's respectful yeah. is it loving but at the same time you don't want it to be too clean and yeah. overbearing or too yeah. like obsessive even yeah. like yeah respectful respectful i think that is the number one word like be respectful mm. to their parents yes. especially the relationship between the daughter and the father and a son to a mother. Mm. I think that is also important. Yeah, there's a lot of wisdom there. Yeah. What, uh, what about you, Tony? Was there any fables or things that your mom imparted or dad imparted on you? Yeah. Uh, about looking out? Yeah, it's for it's for guys when looking at girls. Oh, okay. Because um, like everywhere where you can see quite visibly like face, like elbow and everything, they take care of it quite well. But mom told me, look at their heels and their, um. what do you call this? Like the... Ankles, like ankles, like yeah, your ankle, right, the bone right here. Yeah, your ankle. Oh, yeah, ankles. Bone yeah, yeah. If yeah. that part's like white or has dead skin, then you can kind of tell that they're not too hygienic. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, because um, that makes sense. Yeah, th that means like they don't really scrub mm. where people can't really see. Mm. So like, yeah, you kind of expect like what they will be like in terms of cleanliness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what my mom told me, so it's... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just wash your heels. <laughs> but she's pretty, she's pretty crazy about hygiene, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> she always yeah, goes yeah. off at us for not being oh, hygiene yeah. enough. <laughs> always grew, grew up hearing yeah. that. Uh, okay, that's, no, but that's an interesting tip. It's for you lads out there, interested in courting or dating a woman. <laughs> you can tell about her habits if you look at her heel or ankle. <laughs> Yes. What, what about any tips from you, IJ? Any like, mm. 
Yeah, yeah, my dad gave me some words of wisdom. I shall share two things that stuck out from my parents when it came to, um, you know, seeking out mm. women for me. Uh, first, my dad said, if a woman says maybe, she's not into you, so it's a no, just don't, don't waste your time. Mm. I was like, because mm. if she's into you, then it'll be a yes. But if mm. there's always a maybe or an apprehension, nah, don't. It's a no. And then I always found that helpful because it's a helpful way to be like, oh, but what if what? No, I don't yeah. want to waste my time. Especially mm. being older now, I just I don't have enough. I don't have that time anymore <laughs> to play around or have games or or pander. It's just like it's either let's do this or okay, let's move on. Uh, and for my mom, my mom told me once, um, always respect women even if they don't respect themselves. Mm, that's mm. deep. So what's the what's the meaning behind that though? Like just so well, obviously, um, you know, always treat women with respect, even if there's some women that will do things. Obviously, yeah. not according to God's will or yeah. word, or would be wanting to do things. She's yeah, just yeah. like always respect women, even if they don't respect themselves. Um, there's I guess that's a discussion that I also want to talk about. How you guys know Andrew Tate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's like a new you um not new well he's a fighter by profession mm. but right now he's like an internet celebrity mm. and he like without going too far into it like he talks a lot about he's uh, he's influenced a lot of younger boys like mm. boys in the younger generation in terms of how men should what view women how to Just view women how to view yeah. women yeah. his Through perspective ma- man's lens, his yeah. perspective on that mm. And in some cases, it's very misogynistic. Mm. Um, but like nowadays, with the younger generation, the boys are so quick to accept this this type of view. Mm. Um, and I honestly think I only I honestly think it's not healthy. Yeah. And just how you said how we should respect women. My question is, how sh- how can we as men, um, at the same time, respect women? But not be like pushed around. Not being a simp either. Not being a simp, yeah. Like <laughs> how, do, how do we respect women and not being a simp at the same time? Mm. <laughs> that's the main, I, th- I, guess, I guess that's like one of the questions I, mm. I, I, br- I want to bring up. How to respect women and not be a simp. Mm. You guys have any thoughts? Very deep. Mm. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> So, uh, I think IJ, I, I'll let you do the um the honors. Oh no, I was oh. I I I was. I, I feel like you you got something brewing in your head right now. <laughs> no, it's still brewing. That's the thing. I was like, oh, I want James to go for it. Oh well, um, yeah, it's it's a broad question. So I guess I'd want to like kind of maybe. I guess, maybe bring out some points that you feel like were unhelpful that Andrew Tate was saying, and then mm. let's respond to that. So what was one? Like what you would view as m- misogynistic. Is that a word? <laughs> mm, um, <laughs> I guess like. I guess one of them would be like. Just the whole concept of, mm. you're a king. You're a king. Mm. Um, we're here to conquer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like masculinity. Yeah. Well, ha- yeah. So if you were to hear that, what what is your ni- initial gut response? Do you like yes, no? Yeah, it's like it's like you're a king or you're a coward. Oh. Like it's just it's just it's just that. Mm-mm-mm. 
Um, yeah. So what do you guys think about the, that statement and that mentality? Oh, because um, initially, like when he popped off on the internet, I thought it was just kind of joking. I thought it was just like being a clown. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he was actually like, he actually meant it. Mm. And um, as I was watching it, I was like, so interested how, how one can have such an idea like that. Mm. Hey, but don't get me wrong. Like um, the reason why like a lot of young boys accept this as well is I think what, what he says, there's a degree of like truth mm. and there's a degree of like absolute like mm. BS. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. But you're saying? Um, <laughs> saying. Um, yeah, so basically, um, yeah, I think, I think that's why a lot of boys like follow him because like partially it's true and, and like young, young boys, they like sensitive stuff. Mm. Like, mm. because he says like, oh, like it's not from me, it's from him. He say mm-hmm. something like, like, woman a week. And, like, guys are, like, meant to conquer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I guess they're just into that, but... Like, I feel like he speaks mm-hmm. about women from a standpoint where it's... Where he's above them because he values strength and values this. Mm-hmm. Like, I do understand that, yes, there is an inherent role mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. men and women bring into a relationship that are different, but one isn't, I don't feel like one's greater than the other, but they both work together in, in harmony yeah. and in submission of one another. Yeah. And so when, it just depends on how you speak about that truth, whether you come from a place where you're like saying that, oh, we're up here, they're down there, their, their position is less than us, that's why we conquer, we like, and I think that can be taken the wrong way. That's a good point. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, there is this quality about women that um, I guess we would want to um, love, protect, and nurture and care for. Um, yep. And and yeah, and well, from a Christian woman's point of view, my cousin who talks to me, this is her point of view, this is not me <laughs> saying this is what, but she tells me, because she's single and, and searching, and she says that I, I want a man to lead me. Mm-hmm. I want to be led by a man mm-hmm. in the word of God. Like I want my husband to be that man, that yeah. kind of man of God, yeah. you know, and that's a Christian, yeah. strong Christian woman. Yeah. And that's what she says. And same thing. That's what my mom also says as Thanks, well. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I appreciate my mom's um, sentiment and testimony about her marriage. She always says, my husband doesn't complete me. God completes me. My husband compliments me in that there's a there's a complementary role between us mm. where we complement each other in terms of uh, where we are stand um, before one another before God, mm. but it's God that ultimately is the thing that completes us. Mm. Um, mm. And then, yeah. So I guess in regards to like such a big statement, um, I think there are truths in maybe what he's saying in terms of a man's role yeah. in, in terms of loving, nurturing, and, and protecting yeah. um, their precious wife, but not as an object, but as something that you treasure and you uh, cherish. Because uh. as men, we're called to die for our wives, while yeah. our wives are called to submit to their husbands. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we are, like, you know, as much as men like to say, submit, you must submit to me. It's like, well, she's like, well, you have to die for me. <laughs> mm. Like, we forget that, mm. that, like, 
th those two aspects of what the Bible says we are called to do in a relationship. I really like your description of how, like, yeah, the woman ex expects the man to lead. Um, and I guess that's where respect comes into play as well. Because you can't, I guess you can't expect to lead someone unless you've gained their respect. Mm. Um, and that, yeah, I guess that comes from proper leadership. Once you have, I guess, a good like a good foundation of leadership, that is when you um, gain the trust and respect from whoever you are leading. And then I guess that's a fruitful relationship in itself. Yeah. Actually, it's funny you mentioned the word respect because um, I, I was <laughs> in, in my past relationship, um, I, the, she got me to read a book about men and their, oh no, yeah, about women and how they receive love and then she was reading a, a book from a male perspective about how male how males perceive love or how they want to be treated in a relationship and so we both read it so from my one it said that women want to be loved and cherished and her one it said men want to be respected above all men just love and cherish respect and so yeah respect is something that is big to us because sometimes we don't mm. care about the mushy stuff yeah. for us but we want to feel respected Oftentimes, uh, I find that like yeah, men want respect, but they, they don't do anything, I mm. guess, to earn that respect as well. Mm. Um, I guess that's something that we can work on as men. Um, I guess that's the next question I want to ask you boys. As much as we expect our opposite sex to have these characteristics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I think we should also ask ourselves a question. Um, how are we growing? How are we growing in that sense where we are becoming, I guess, the man that the woman want, be, want to be led by? And I guess, yeah, I guess the question would be, how are we training ourselves to become men of God? <laughs> Give you, take your time, it's okay. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, it can be physical as well, man. Like, mm. cause we ask, we ask, all, we say all these things like, "Yeah, I want this in a woman. Mm. She has to be this mm. in terms of characteristic personality." Mm. Rather than finding the one, what are you doing? Be being the one. Uh. Mm. For me, um, I feel like. If you are asking the your partner for a lot of things, then you should have something that you are able to give back the same amount to the partner as well. Mm. Like you can't just be too demanding. Like I want you to do this. I want you mm. to do that. I want you to be like this. Mm. When you're not meeting that like baseline mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um and then Yeah. <laughs> mm -mm. So yeah, there's just this, this kind of thought process of like if you're expecting someone to be a certain level for to, to please you and meet your requirements, it's just like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. To to raise that. So if you were saying, yeah, baseline stuff like that, what do you think your bare minimum of what you should be in a man of a relationship? How do you reckon that looks like? Uh, from just, yeah, just the top of your head, the, the point of view. 
Can I get bit? Uh, can I get a bit more specific? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that case, mm. this is a question for all of you guys. A man goes to work, whereas the wife is at home looking after kids, cleaning the house. The man comes back from work. Should the man um, do the dishes that night? So the woman's, uh, the wife has to cook for him. The wife has cooked for him. Should the man do the wishes, dishes, or should the wife do the dishes? If I was the husband, I wouldn't mind washing that dish. You don't mind washing the dishes? Yeah, cause. Well, you're tired from work. You've you've done a whole day of working. You're tired. The kids are crying. <laughs> I think I, I wouldn't mind doing it as well, cause I'm. I heard it from my mom that. It's it's so stressful to take care of a child. Yeah. And like looking at some church kids, like <laughs> <laughs> if, if I if I am to like take full responsibility to like keep them safe, like keep feeding them, like, like if they're young, you gotta like change like the diapers as well. Yeah. And those those are gross, like it's poop. So mm. <laughs> So I wouldn't mind coming back home washing like little dishes. Yeah. Sh- should be okay, but how about you, Ajay? Yeah, I feel like I would do what I can to support my wife. But I guess it's it's individual as well. It depends on your wife as well and and mm. the, your dynamic. Mm. And I think it's wise when, you know, you guys have a family and have kids. You would both have an understanding of the expectations of how like you guys would interact with the yeah. kids and stuff like that. All I know is that for me, I would want to be very involved in in raising my kids, mm-hmm. like changing the diapers, mm-hmm. doing all that. Actually, I used to do it <laughs> when I was twelve. <laughs> my I used to babysit all my cousins. So, like, yeah, I would I would like take care of all the babies with my other cousins similar to my age, yeah. and and all the parents, aunties, uncles, would just dump all these kids on us, and they would go to work, yeah. and it was school holidays, so we would look after. So I, I'm kind of accustomed to yeah. to doing those yeah. kind of things, but um, but for me personally, yeah. I think I would want to be. I think one of the things that kind of made me a bit sad is that when I found out my dad never like changed our nappies or did <laughs> oh, anything it was yeah, my mom did everything yeah, yeah. and my dad thing and for me I was just like oh no I want to be more involved I want to be a part of my yeah, child's yeah. life and, and do yeah. that and not just let okay the wife take all that that on her own I'll bring that back I'll bring that back to um phase one then how are you say helping your mom around the house today mm-hmm. in terms of doing the dishes or even like in terms of like laundry or cleaning the house. Mm. <laughs> Don't <laughs> act surprised, brother. <laughs> so um, these days, us two, yeah. we take full responsibility oh. of dishwashing. I'm so uh, proud of you guys. <laughs> and, um, these are men. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that deserves a round of applause. Yes, because <laughs> we had a conversation with our mom, like, and she was very tired of like doing dishes Respect, for like her yeah. whole life. Yeah, man. And then, because she's been doing it for her whole whole life, like yeah. we were like, yeah, I was just like, surely we can do one thing, yeah. Mm. And so then the she was, uh, we told her like, which one of the chores chores do you want us to do? And then she was yeah. like, I don't want the dishwashing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so we we're like, I guess we'll do dishwashing. Wow, respect! Yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. Yeah. Wow, yeah. growing up yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> our very <Respect>. eyes. <laughs> A lot of times, Ricky would do dishwashing because um, I'll be like. 
Because I like making food, so I'll cook yeah, for cook. mom and Ricky, mm. and then he killed it with dishwashing. Wow, you guys are good sons. Wow, <laughs> you're you're a great team, great team. <laughs> yes, <Do well. laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Um, it's funny because usually these guys are from Busan. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like the Melbourne of Australia. Okay, more of the countryside, but um, usually Busan men mm. are known to be like quite stubborn, stubborn and like lazy oh. around the house. Yeah, yeah. Um. But I'm so I'm so proud that you guys actually think that way. Defying the stereotype. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And this one thing is for the girls as well. For all the for any girls watching, like, you can really. This is my philosophy. Like, this is one of the philosophies like that, that I've analyzed. You can really see how manly a man is. Based on how he touch how he does the dishes, <laughs> if he can, if he can touch the food junk in the dishes with his oh. bare hands and chuck it out, mm. then he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Only, yes, only sir. real men do that. Only real men do that. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> that's, that, that's just my stupid, that's just, just, that's just my stupid analysis, but. <laughs> yeah, I think that's though. a good it's judgment yeah. of character right there. If yeah, they're like ready to get in the murky, the yeah. dirt, chuck it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Kinda. Yeah, but I, I totally I totally agree with you guys. Mm. Like we should be as involved um in just going above and beyond. Um but yet again, like like I just said, we we can't <laughs> yeah, there has to be that, that balance where, where you guys um meet each other's I guess mm. expectations somehow, communicate in that mm. way. Mm-hmm. And then But yeah, it's also nice to I guess you were setting up for the idea of taking initiative. Yeah. You know, it's good to take initiative. Yeah. Um, like starting today as well. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's good that you're waking up early, <laughs> and yes. that you're doing things for the glory of God and not just for yourself or for others. Like, um, I also hear like how, I think it was, I think it was Martin who told me this, but it was Pastor Charles who told Martin this. Mm, Pastor. Damn. It was Pastor Charles who told Pastor Martin this, and Pastor Martin told me this that you can't expect to change overnight like that to be the man mm. yeah, of course once you get yeah, married definitely. you don't change like that Mm-mm. um you expect that you come home from work after like after you're tired and like go straight to the dishes you can't change like that apparently it's mm. it's a uh, you have to grow the habits and i guess like yeah the best place the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago the second best time is today mm. so i think yeah mm. that's so true house chores yeah I think it's 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 so it's so important to like as well yeah be wary of what you do with your time in this season of life that you're in, oh yeah, and what kind of um, habits you're instilling because that you will take that over into the future of whatever you know scenario Mm. it may be in the future. Mm. So yeah, today is a good start. (laughs) Keep going. Yeah. um, How how long has it been? (laughs) One hour and twenty minutes, almost an hour <laughs> oh and twenty. Wow. Whoa, this is around average. This is around, around average. average now. Do you guys have anything else you wa- you want to share or like? I feel like I've done a lot of talking. Sorry, boys. Um. So what happened today? It's what happened today. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. You were gonna share a funny um, story. Please so do. So at, at work, so someone came in to hand in their resume in. Uh, we don't usually take physical resume. So I told her to apply online, but then she was quite. She, she seemed quite desperate. And she was Korean as well, so I was like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just give it to the manager." Like I'll just leave it there. And then she, so she went, 
But then I completely like forgot to give it to the manager, and um, and I mean it, it disappeared when I came back from a break. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, like whoa, like what should I do? Right? And then I remember like she was like uh, she gave resume around like the whole town hall area. Oh. I remember that she applied for Starbucks as well. It's like right next door. Yeah. So after after the work, um. I went to Starbucks and I explained oh. the situation. I was like, "Oh, this person came in, and um, I I actually like lost their resume. Like, I I kind of need to take responsibility of it." Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh, they're like, oh, okay. I'll, I took a photo. I sent this to the manager. It's like, oh, it's all good." Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, kind of <laughs> integrity. The integrity. Good man. Good man. <laughs> Dude. Her future is in your hands, man. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you just saved a life. Imagine. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, yeah. I couldn't just ignore it because yeah, yeah, she seems so desperate and she's yeah. Korean as well. So I said, like, oh, I had to help. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's um, mm. got a good heart there. That's good. Would you help her if she wasn't Korean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> questionable. I mean, I did feel like, I did feel you a bit tired just left it there, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. But that's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, mm. man. That's integrity. That's integrity. Did the right thing. Send it to you, man. Yeah. Even when no one's watching. Even yeah, when no one's watching. Best. <laughs> best. Do you have any? Do you have any cool stories like that, Ricky? No. <laughs> any superhero moments? Any superhero stories? Superhero moments. Let's let's talk about superheroes. Superhero superhero moments that happened like recently. Superhero moments. Um. Just give one flex. One flex each. One flex. Can can it can it come back to me? I can't think of one right now. I, I think of one. It yeah, actually yeah. happened yesterday. So I, I was at I was at the um Sydney Olympic pool mm. with my brother and his mates, and we're going around the rapids, and um we're all walking after like a sauna session, and around the rapids, and then I see this kid, like this young like little boy with his sister, and like her sister's a bit big, so she can like kind of like just barely make it make it out of the water. But this dude was literally like, oh, oh. <laughs> and then like, he still, he had goggles on, but oh. like, he was like being pulled by the rapids and then he came out of the exit and then he was like literally dangling on to the edge. And because the rapids were so strong around the edges, mm. he's like slowly slipping and he's like, he's like, oh, oh. But uh, literally there's two lifeguards right on top of him, but they didn't even notice him. They're talking. Oh, what? Oh my God. Yeah. Like, Sydney Olympic Park, you got to, you gotta <laughs> tell William. William works there. Come on. <laughs> like he was literally crying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help! Help! Yeah, yeah. I want to get out. I want to get out. Yeah, yeah. So I just um, I just picked him up. Oh. I, I brought him to safety. Oh, oh you should work there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh. Super <laughs> hero. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still thinking, or should we come back to you after? Oh, I, I got one. I got oh, you got one. one? All right. Yeah. Oh. As some people know, I'm a nursing student mm. and um, I usually go on hospital placement. And um, <laughs> there was this one patient, like, it, it, she was not my patient. But then I think the nurse for taking care of her were on break. So, like, I was just walking by to get, like, blanket for my patient. And I just saw her, like, standing out of bed. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's not meant to stand up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she high falls risk, so if she stands up, she'll probably fall. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw that, and then I was like, 
squeezes blanket. I just stopped this lady from standing up. Oh. And then like she stood up as soon as I got there and then she started tumbling. Oh. And I just grabbed her, I go like, let's sit back down, please. <laughs> <laughs> let's please sit back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she sat back down and then I told the nursing uh, nurse I was with mm-hmm. and then she requested like a supervision like a special nurse like a like AIN or something like that Mm -hmm. after like straight after that shift to monitor her so she don't get out of bed so Uh. to prevent the falls oh nice (laughs) yeah that's I guess that's more of the took initiative (laughs) good stuff man good stuff any superhero Um. moments from you IJ Uh, so from my old church there was it's similar to yours saving a kid <laughs> but not really saving a kid <laughs> but anyway the ju- i was like near the jumping castle and it collapsed and all the kids ran out and there's one kid stuck and so i had to like kind of go in and grab one of the kids like pull her out of it because it oh. all collapsed and i grabbed her and pulled her out and then her her brother who's also a kid was like told his mom oh ij's like a superhero oh. saved, saved hazel from i mean i <laughs> saved saved audrey and i was like <laughs> Okay, I guess. <laughs> just pulled her out. So li- I, I took it literally what you said. <laughs> so uh, that, yeah, no. But <laughs> I don't, that, that, that's not for that. One flex each. That's that. <laughs> yeah, man. One flex each. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really, I really like how we finished it there because as men, we are kind of like expected to be like superheroes of our families as well. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I want to s- finish it off like in a sweet way, saying, yeah, we can really we can really be I guess a role model or a superhero a superhero model for our kids or for our wife or for our community in that sense when we are really I guess walking by the Spirit and imitating Christ in that way because He is He is the image that we aim for He is the man that we aim mm-hmm. for He is the superhero that we aim for so. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's take that message to heart and yeah. remember it, uh, I guess, yeah, during the week that I like what you shared to at the beginning, how your motivation to do things is, is to honor and please God. <laughs> and uh, that, moni- that motivated you, and hopefully we have the same motivation mm-hmm. when we do every day. Yes. Honor and glorify God. Amen. We do have next guest in mind. Um, wait, we do mute, mute it. Okay, I don't, I don't know how to imitate them. <laughs> <laughs> so we have. Oh, okay, I didn't even. Okay. So they're quite young. They're younger than you. The, the clue is they're younger than these two boys. I want I want to hand it to um, the guests because yeah. I don't I haven't interacted with either of them well enough long enough, but yeah. Even <laughs> if it's like a laugh or like a mannerism. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, I have one characteristic of one of them. Yeah. Okay. On yeah. me right now. That's a big hint. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. What? He, you're wearing something that I'm belongs something to them. That I'm wearing something that. That person usually wears it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I know who it is. (laughs) Come on. Give us something juicy. I don't think... (laughs) I don't think they have a special... Oh, yeah. That's true. That's a bit difficult. Um, um, 
I'm personally one of the last. Can I hear? Can I hear it? Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's accurate. Hey, good try, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I swear that's how you last, man. Oh, there's this, there's this um, line this guy always says. My guy? My guy? <laughs> he always says, my guy. Oh. My guy. Yeah. I think I know who it is, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and mm. the other person, yeah, he's, he's a Valorant bum. <laughs> it's a Valorant hey, bum. I always see him online. Playing uh, Valorant. Mm. Yeah. I do sports and recreation. Uh, what do you <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> <he imitating? laughs> oh, it's not bad. It's not, not, bad, bad, not bad. bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Although I don't know if he will <laughs> accept it, but um, yeah, that, that wasn't too bad. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man of many talents, James. One of them is impersonating one family church people. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> about nailing that. it. Nailing it. <laughs> I can't wait till people imitate you one time. <laughs> But anyway, it's it's been a it's been a long ride. Yep. Mm. Any last words, lads? Any last words? This this screen, this camera is yours. Um, James cooks very nice dinner, so if you do come, <laughs> make him make dinner for you. JJ, oh. yeah, of course. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, I was pretty nervous before coming to this place to do a podcast because I've never done it before. But our MC, IJ and James, they make the scene very comfortable for you. And then, um, yeah, it's n- there's nothing to be stressed about. Uh, I think it's just very good to come out here and just talk with the brothers of our church. Yeah, thank, thank you for the we'll giving us the opportunity. No problem. We'll give you the money later. It's <laughs> 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 <was> a contract. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing those kind words. Yes. And on that note, you've been listening to the King's Army podcast with our guests, Tony and Ricky, and your co-hosts, IJ and, and James. And till next time, stay classy and go bless. Yeah.